morning, good morning. Uh, it is Melanie Miller here. Uh, I am actually talking to you from Australia. It is midnight and two minutes, I think. Two minutes past midnight here. It is still 25 degrees, but it is really dark outside. So I'm hoping I have much more darkness than you because it is eight o'clock in the morning there now. So I wish you all a really, really happy day today. So um, we are continuing with the book, The Power of Self-Confidence. And last week we were looking at the rise and fall of civilizations. Today, we're gonna look at the rise and fall of businesses and maybe of you. But before we do that, we, I am going to first of all say a big, big thank you to everybody who's on the Zoom with us this morning because it makes a huge difference if we can actually see some reactions of people. Um, and also a huge thank you to everybody who is on Podbean and is uh, saying welcome to any new people that join us. So Mathieu and Lise, and um, I'm also really, really grateful to everybody who's part of the Facebook group, Millionaire of the Diamonds. Um, but we have some exciting news, I think, Mary-Pierre. Now, I'm going to pass it over to her because I think it's a new month, which means there must be new challenges. But I'm also wondering whether any of the old challenges were drawn. So over to you, Mary-Pierre. Yes! The good news is that we are now over a thousand books sold! Yes! So thank you to everyone <laughs> who bought the book and post about the book on your social media. So thank you to everyone! So yes, all the draws will be done next week. Just the time to have all the names in the draw for the different draw for the month of January. And now, yes, it's the 1st of February. So that means that we have new challenges for you for this month. So first, we have a new completely one. So the new one is going to be for a draw of a t-shirt, Les Millionaires des Diamants. It's going to be for everyone who um, went on the Shopify link, Les Millionaires des Diamants. And when you receive the, um, the maybe the, um, <laughs> all the the clothing or all those things about Limiana de Diama. So you take a picture, you write about uh, that uh, um, new thing that you receive on the group Limiana de Diama Inspirational Group, and you will be in the draw for the T-shirt. And then we'll have another draw for the T-shirt for everyone again when you receive your book, when you post about the book. So make sure that you post on social media. Always tag Maria Miriano. Always tag and you will be in the draw for the second t-shirt and the third t-shirt is going to be for everyone who invites someone new to the group and for all the new people who will join the group in the month of february and uh, of course for everyone who contribute on our facebook group you will be in the draw for another t-shirt this month is the month of the t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, definitely the month of the t-shirt. So for everyone who contributes, so that means when you post, when you put a reaction, when you put a, a comment. So every time you contribute, you will be in the draw and our top five will get the notebook Les Millionaires des Diamants at the end of the month. So that is for our new challenge for the month of February. So Marie-Pierre, I, I, I don't know if I missed it, but when do we announce the winners of last month? Next week. Next week. Okay. <laughs> to give you time to get everything organized. Okay. That's great. So uh, thank you for that. And um, it really uh, is amazing to see the contributions on the group. Um, and if you're somebody that likes to look for things to inspire you, then I thoroughly recommend joining the group, just write recommended by Melanie Miller so that I get plenty of uh, entries into the draw. No, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> so, okay, so now we are going to talk about the book. So the rise and fall of a business is like the rise and fall of a civilization. As it grows, it will encounter difficulties. It's going to have setbacks. Its evolution demands that it's going to face difficulties. And it's how it deals with those that will determine its success or failure. And often what happens with um, businesses is that the first time that they face adversity, maybe they are good about overcoming it. The second time they face adversity, maybe they just decide it's all too hard and so they give up. And in our Tupperware uh, business, we see that with people, that often we see that people join, they start their own business, and then the first time things don't go well, rather than stick it out, they say, oh, Tupperware doesn't work. And so, you know, this, I see this with my daughter and son-in-law who uh, have um, now been running a CrossFit business for, I can't believe it, nearly 18 months. And I've seen them have to face adversities, things like the government suddenly tells them that the loan that they've given them for their business, they actually have to pay forward um, the payments much faster than they originally said. And when you're a business and getting a certain amount of income, that can be quite a challenge to actually have to make those extra payments. Or maybe an employee who they really thought was going to be great for the business suddenly tells them, oh, I don't want to work in this business anymore. I find it too stressful. But their response to those adversities will determine their resilience and their ability to be able to cope in the future. And when people can't do that, that is when we see a collapse in businesses sometimes. So your response will determine your future. The same is true for us. Everybody experiences ups and downs in life. Experience is not what happens to a man. It is what a man does with what happens to him. So your life and everything you do in it is demonstrated by the way you react to adversity. 
That is why the ability to function in a crisis is a requirement for anyone wanting a senior position in business. This is really about developing your character. An aim for all of us is to develop our character to be better, finer and stronger human beings. It is essential to your survival to be able to overcome difficulties. Unfortunately, most people um, are not ready for adversities that come with their way. Most people are in a position where they're trying to cover themselves for adversity. So I'm sure uh, a lot of you do things like lock your doors at night. I'm sure a lot of you do things like make sure you don't drive a car unless it's insured. And even down to, I hope that when you're on an airplane, you put your seatbelt on when it tells you to do so. All of those things are there to protect us, to help us from likely adversities. You probably always plan for things to go smoothly. So when you are traveling to a new place, you're not just gonna leave the house and say, oh, I wonder when we'll get there. And yesterday we had that situation. We were going to visit a friend who has, I would call it a hobby farm. They have alpacas and a couple of cows and chickens. And so they invited us to go out there for the day. And we had originally said, okay, that's gonna be about an hour away. And they invited us for lunch at noon Unfortunately, in the morning, I actually checked how long it would take us to get there, and it was an hour and a half. So if I hadn't done that, I know me, from noon onwards, I would have been stressing, like, when am I going to get there? Because I hate being late for anything. So um, for, for people who are planning to go places, you make allowances, and then you add a little bit of extra time in case there's traffic. But guess what? Often, or not often, but occasionally, those things are, are beyond your control. And I think back to that uh, dreadful winter storm in uh, Montreal, where um, a whole lot of people actually got stuck on one of the freeways in the city because the entries were blocked and they couldn't get on or off. And that was an adversity that they had to, some people had to stay there the whole night until the storm subsided and they could get off that, um, that um, problem, which was on, I'm just trying to, oh, it was the 520, I think, that uh, had that problem. So you will, face adversity and you just have to ask yourself how am I going to go overcome those things because you can't always plan for them to happen. And the thing about character development is that it develops stronger with adversity. Without adversity you cannot develop resilience, perseverance or resoluteness of personality. 
you will not develop high levels of self-confidence and feel that you can master everything if you have never mastered, mastered anything before. Now, I did a PhD. I know it was many, many years ago, but I know many PhDs, students at some time during their PhD are faced with that awful thought that maybe their theory was not correct. Because the thing about PhD is you are um, trying to prove a theory that you have put forward as your hypothesis. And when you get to a stage where the results are not actually showing you what you were expecting to see, it can actually be devastating. And sometimes it's an easy resolution because you can just say the theory was not proved. The worst situation is when your results are not consistent and they don't really show anything at all. That can be a big panic moment for a PhD student. And it is often the reason why many, many PhDs never get written. So people come across adversity and then they don't know how to face it. They're not willing to put the work in to overcome the adversity. And the thing about achieving a PhD is that when you've done that, you actually have a big sense of accomplishment. And you know, it obviously is gonna improve your self-confidence. It's going to help develop, develop your character. But I have yet to come across somebody doing a PhD in original research who doesn't at one time wonder what the heck they're doing, because it is quite a difficult thing to face. So adversity is what strengthens us to have resilience and resolution. So now I'm going to put you in the hands of Marie-Pierre, who is actually going to help us to understand and maybe help us to grow our characters. So over to you, Marie-Pierre. Thank you, Melanie. And as you said, yes, adversity is an inevitable part of life. Yes, it can be a personal challenge. It can be a professional challenge. It can be just unexpected life event. But how we respond to this difficulty will uh, significantly shape our character and overall our well-being too. So developing a strong character in the face of adversity is not just about surviving through the tough time, but it's also about thriving and emerging stronger from them. So like uh, I know Jean-Philippe and Sylvain talk about it on Monday and Tuesday, when you're faced with a problem, you see it as an opportunity. So yes, that means that you can build your character. And like we talked yesterday, yes, you, you don't want things to happen to you, but you want to happen to things. So you are in control of your character development. So it's a process that yes, it's gonna be easier, when you are faced in adversity to develop your character because that's where you have the best idea the best way to develop your character but there's 10 strategies that you can consider to develop that strong character so number one is to embrace a growth mindset so that the growth mindset it's to believe that all the abilities and that intelligence can be developed through dedication and hard work so instead of saying oh i'm not just good at this 
when you are facing a setback, you might think, what can I learn from this experience to improve? So you will learn from your failure. You view failure as an opportunity to learn rather than as defining moment. And you will see with that growth mindset, that flexibility to be open to change and to adapt your approach when you face an obstacle. So all this, uh, this stuff is about embracing that growth mindset. So number one, growth mindset number two it's resilience so you want to cultivate resilience so resilience is the ability to recover quickly from difficulties so for example if you are losing a job a resilient person would focus on their strength and opportunity actively seeking new employment or even considering a career change or a chance to pursue their passion or to start a business so it's really to see the good in things. So it's gonna be about that stress management to so develop a healthy coping mechanism for stress, like to do exercise or to do meditation or to have a hobby to manage your stress and to have a support system. So building a strong network of your support uh, with your friends, your family, your community member, your mentor. So it's all about having your support system. So. Having a stress management, the support system, it's all about cultivating that resilience to build your character. Number three is to practice optimism. So optimism involves maintaining a hopeful and a positive attitude, even if tough time. And of course, I will <laughs> come back with that example that Maria always say, to be realistic because you can be really optimistic, but if you are in the um, in Montreal and you have a map of Toronto, you can be optimistic as you want, but you will never find your way. <laughs> so to be realistic, but optimistic. So for example, if a project fail, an optimistic will say, this didn't work as planned, but now we know what doesn't work and what we can uh, try next time. So we keep that positive thinking to focus on the positive aspect of the situation when we face difficulty and to stay, have the uh, attitude of gratitude. Yes, gratitude again, <laughs> something to build your character. So re regularly reflect on and appreciate what you are thankful for. So which can shift your perspective during a tough time. Number four is to set clear goal because setting clear achievable goal will provide a sense of direction and purpose. So if you are facing uh, difficulties for your finance, setting a goal to save a certain amount each month can provide a clear financial path and a sense of control over that situation. So having that clear achievable goal will provide that direction that you need to develop your self-confidence too. So it's all about the small step. So break down those larger goals into smaller manageable tasks to avoid feeling overwhelmed. Number five is to embody courage. So courage means facing fear or adversity adds on. It doesn't mean not having fear, but to act even if you are fearful. So speaking up, for example, speaking up for an unpopular but important idea in a meeting, despite fearing that maybe you have criticism, is an act of courage. So you want to face your fear, act despite fear. Courage is not a, the absence of fear again, but it's about confronting it. So take risk, be willing to take calculated risks that will align with your value and your goal. 
Number six, it's self-discipline. So self-discipline will involve in consistently choosing long-term benefit over short-term gratification. So for example, choosing to study for an important exam instead of going out with friends. So we recognize that long-term benefit of passing the exam or to work on a project. So it's really about and uh, developing that habit. It's something that you will need every day, but to maintain that healthy habit will contribute to your well-being and to achieve your goal at the end. So be consistent in your effort, even when progress seems slow or invisible sometimes. <laughs> Number seven is about empathy and compassion. So empathy is that ability to understand and to share the feeling of another, while compassion is really involved taking action to help others. So for example, when you help a colleague that's struggling with a personal uh, problem, you can offer your support, your assistance with their workload to demonstrate both empathy and your compassion. So you really uh, want to understand others. So you want to practice that compassion, that empathy towards others, which enhance your relationship and your social support at the end. Number eight is to seek learning opportunities. So this will involve actively looking for ways to acquire new new knowledge and skills. So for example, you can enroll in a course to uh, learn a new skill after being passed over for a promotion. That means, oh, maybe you need something <laughs> new or just because you want to achieve more. We always say, if you want to achieve more, you have to ask yourself, who is the person I have to become to achieve that next step, to achieve that ne next goal? And probably you will have to learn something new to become that new person to achieve that big goal. So that continuous learning, always looking for opportunity to learn new skills. It's really about um, having a better understanding and to have that big goal that you are uh, seeking. Number nine, it's to maintain integrity. So yes, integrity, being honest and having strong moral principle. So for example, you admit when you do a mistake and you're taking step to rectify it rather than covering up. And that means that you show integrity. So stay true to your core value, even when faced with the decision that could compromise them. So when you are faced with big obstacle, with uh, this adversity, sometimes you say, oh, if I do that, I can <laughs> maybe overcome this obstacle so much quicker. But sometimes it's not the right way. So <laughs> maintain your integrity if you want to develop that character. And number 10, it's about the mindfulness and reflection. So being present, fully engaged in the uh, present moment. And that reflection will involve thinking deeply about your experiences to understand what went right and what went wrong. So, for example, when you practice daily meditation, you will stay grounded during stressful periods. And that journaling, so of course I will talk about the conditioning program, it's all about writing about your experience, your feeling, to gain insight and clarity about your day. So it's all something that you can start doing today. So it's all simple strategy that you don't have to be in adversity to start working on it, but you will see that when you face adversity, when you already work on those strategies, yes, it's gonna be easier 
to cope with <laughs> those obstacles that you will find in life. So developing that strong character will uh, help you to have a dynamic progress in your um, when you are faced with adversity. So I really hope that uh, this morning you understand more about uh, developing your character. And I know that Melanie, she has something else to say about it. <laughs> I do. And thank you very much for those uh, great uh, tips to develop character. And of course, there are several themes there, uh, Marie-Pierre, that keep coming back to us as uh, as things that we need to do, the setting goals, the attitude of gratitude, um, all of those things we've heard many times before for other things. So, uh, you know, doing those is going to help us in many ways. But I wanted to finish today with um, a um, quotation that I had found. Well, it was in, uh, it was actually in the book and um, I forgot to mention it. So I'm just going to finish with that uh, because Anne Landers made this great quotation and I think it, it really helps us to think about adversity. And she said, if I were asked to give the single most useful bit of advice for all humanity, it would be this, expect trouble as an in inevitable part of life. And when it comes, hold your head high, look it squarely in the eye and say, I will be bigger than you, you cannot defeat me. And I, I really liked uh, that quotation because um, I think it's a really good example of, uh, you know, how people think about how to face adversity and just don't let it overcome you. Make sure you overcome it. So that's it from me, Marie-Pierre. So I think we can say goodbye to uh, our English friends this morning and hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. So bye, everybody. Oh,